Welcome back to the With Joe Eby podcast. Joe Eby here again, obviously very excited today to be talking to you about the priceless art known as interest mapping. Interest mapping credit goes to Scott McEwen for founding this idea, though I'm very happy and excited to be the one sharing it with you today. Uh, with the people we've shared the idea with so far, it's created a huge impact in their life. It's a very powerful introspective tool, decision-making decision tool, and diversification against the monotony of life and feeling lost. It's a very easy thing to refer back to your interest map when you need to make a decision on what you focus on or whether what you're doing aligns with who you are and what you're about and what your vibe is. And it's incredibly powerful for something that's quite a time efficient exercise. So let's get into it. So yesterday I talked about some of my interests. Okay, probably when I was 18, they were quite simple, right? They're a lot, they're a lot thinner and I've talked about them in the blog. I've got a blog piece on interest mapping, which I'll link. But now I'm going to talk about what my current day examples are. Because what we do basically with interest mapping and the way the exercise works is you're basically just writing out that list. You set yourself like a 10 minute time limit is the most basic version of the exercise. And you just write as many things as possible. No matter how ridiculous or weird they are or socially frowned upon, not acceptable, not kosher for day to day chit chat and small talk but your deepest and darkest curiosities, mysteries, things you want to get to the bottom of, rabbit holes and whatnot, and you're going to write them all out. You're going to transfer them from being things you haven't really converted into specificity or clarity in your mind. You're going to stop them from bouncing around in your head and you're going to put them on an objective surface, a piece of paper. Oh, and we've got some online tools that we'll talk about that, make that, that um, accelerate and improve the experience but it's about turning it to an objective place and I, I recommend it's something that we do regularly because seeing how it evolves over time is very telling and revealing because our interests will change the world changes but also what we're interested in changes as we journey through the thousand doors so I wrote down so last time it was things like rugby league soccer when I was 18 I forgot to mention skiing films faith community service leadership psychology but current day, Joe 2020, I've got rugby league, soccer, skiing, cycling and exercise, entrepreneurship, startups, understanding what makes businesses tick, innovating, revolutionizing industries, and then podcasting, writing, reading, almost anything, mainly nonfiction, storytelling, parodies, comedy, creation. I've written investing and trading, uncertainty and risk, specifically how to embrace uncertainty, minimalism and essentialism. I've written Impact Pathways, Improving Charity and Giving Back Cultures, Education Revolutions and Experiential Education. I've written Facilitating People, Facilitating Teams, Retreats, Challenging Constructs and Beliefs. I've written Without the Box Thinking, Philosophy, Deep Thinking, Other People's Interests, Karaoke and Other Systems of Living. And then also my good friend Michael pointed out, Joe, you're also interested in yourself. And uh, yeah, he, he loves to spin truth bombs. But yes... We must all be deeply interested in ourselves to reveal our interests and things we can actually act upon. And I could probably keep going, but I just uh, ran out of room when I was doing this blog post. I'll just shut that off for now. Um, but it's a, So you can see I've listed a whole heap of shit there, right? And I could have gone on and on. Now, imagine being in my position. It's very hard to be lost 
and not know what to do or work on in one's life, when you've got that, you've got all these avenues you can pursue. And when they're on an objective surface, you can look at them, compare and contrast them to one another and realize which ones jump out at you. Now, the, the beauty of the interest map is when you get more specific and clear, when you start to get very specific, not just sport, but, you know, rugby league and not just rugby league, but this and this. So the specificity is the mark of a much more introspected and self-aware person because they know what avenues they're going to go down. Right? Because from there, you just pick an industry, you pick a theme, and you think what problems are there or what project can I do with one of these interests. Now, what uh, kind of at Do Hat Labs we're working on, basically interestmapping.com, which you can link to after this. I'll put the link down there, and I really recommend you go through that. And we're working on the journey of, yeah, connecting you with your interests more powerfully and really driving the deepest form of exploration on this exercise. I particularly recommend it for people who are starting out at university or just leaving school who are making big decisions about their life. Because as I said, Josh from our, from our book project together um, says and writes that, yeah, if only I'd done interest mapping when I left school, I would have saved myself seven years of doing the wrong degree, a degree that was meant to take three years and took him seven years because he wasn't interested in it. He went about it more slowly. Now, how expensive has that been uh, for his life. And so, you know, it, it always makes sense to just learn and leverage the mistakes of others, right? No need to repeat what people like us have kind of screwed up. So especially if you know younger people or you are yourself a younger person, I mean, very simple, cost-effective exercise. And it's a great way then not just to create that awareness of yourself, but then find others whose interest maps you overlap with. And we'll keep working on the infrastructures to build that out for you all to find other people who match your interests. Um, but for now, basically, that's what you can reflect on. Okay, so why wouldn't you do interest mapping? Okay, what pain is it going to help you avoid? Is it going to help you um, get on the right path, but also avoid the wrong path, more importantly? Is, gonna, is the best part of interest mapping going to be figuring out what you're not interested in. If you do interest mapping and look at what you're working on now, how much does what you're working on now and how you're living and investing your interest into things, how, how reflective is that of what you are actually tuned into? Of course, ultimately, do you have seven years of your life to waste before you figure out and get intentional about discovering your interests? Or not even discovering, but creating. And you can create them through the thousand doors, right? You know what you're interested in now. That'll get you into the next room. But in that room, you'll do new things. You'll grow. You'll change as a person. And then you'll have more richer and more dynamic interests, as has happened for me along my journey. And again, it comes full circle because don't forget the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. This has been the With Joey podcast. And we'll see you again tomorrow.